Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com. It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are It's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of who knows where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about, but maybe you're afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, UFC, President Trump, film, TV, you name it, we talk about it. It's no holes barred radio, folks. The only way I know how to live and the only way I know how to talk. And we're here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how you doing? You survive another week. Your family's safe. Your family's sane. Is everything good? Everything's good, Buff. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, business as usual, as they say, you know, stuck in the house, can't go anywhere. If you do go somewhere, you know, six feet apart, all that phone business. I know. It's crazy. Um, I actually am doing a promo with Grimaldi chain uh which is nationally at 40 restaurants so this restaurant that made the brooklyn bridge famous they're, they're here in la they're in phoenix they're all over the place so we started a thing called the buffer bundle where for 35 dollars you get an 18 inch cheese pizza you get two beers you get a delicious big dinner salad they call it a small salad but it's big it's so good and you get a cannoli like the godfather said don't forget the cannolis right Dang, so that, it's called a pretty the pretty good deal it's a really good deal. I went down and picked of them, three of them, the other day for my family. You know, masks, gloves, the whole bit. Right. But I think what I'm going to do in the next week, I'm going to uh, – they're in Manhattan Beach, California, and I'm not trying to blow the whistle on what I'm going to do, but I'm going to probably buy a batch of pizzas. I'm going to go drop them off to first responders over hey. at the fire department and the police department down there and, and just do my part. I'll call ahead of time. They can come pick them up and – you know, just a little something to say thank you. And I actually would love to drop it off to grocery stores, but they got food and hospitals and all. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a couple places. Let's let's I'm gonna spend some money. I want to give back. That, that's you great. Know, I uh, I, I actually saw someone get arrested uh, this last week at my local grocery store because well they got arrested because they were quote unquote trespassing. But the reason they were trespassing is because they were inside the grocery store um, without a mask on and they were drunk. But. Yeah, so people are getting a little bit crazy. So I think I think everybody deserves a pizza and a beer or two and a cannoli. Absolutely, absolutely. And as far as uh, that's kind of a crime that that person committed, if you want to call it that, that before even COVID-19, they should have been arrested. It's just not the way to act. No. And we read about these idiots acting like idiots all day long. Speaking of idiots, let's talk to our special guest. And I didn't mean it to come out that way. <laughs> hey, what's up, idiot? Right. right. Hey. All right, we have on somebody I have known in my 24-plus years of being in the business of mixed martial arts, being in the octagon, announcing the octagon. 
I've had more crazy experiences with this guy than I care to remember internationally. We'll talk about a couple of them as we go on. But let's bring on one of the original promoters of mixed martial arts, a man who's seen it all, a man who's managed some of the greatest fighters to ever walk into the UFC octagon, and a man who's full of stories and knows everything we know from the 25-plus years the UFC's been in business. None other than Monty Cox. Monty, how, you how are you, Monty? I'm good. Great. I'm good. Yeah, you're doing great, but you're in Michigan, and Michigan is one of the hot spots of the country. We like to focus, of course, a lot on COVID-19 before going into anything else. Let's talk about great you're doing. Okay, you're doing great. You look great. I love the picture of Muhammad Ali, the, the Neil Lifer picture in the back, one of the greatest photos ever taken in the history of sports. Yep. Um, but let's talk about Michigan. I understand that your area is a hot spot. Tell us what's going on there because – People still think they can get closer than six feet. There's still a lot of people yeah. that are not realizing how serious this is for whatever reason is taking them to realize it. Tell us what's going on locally to give them an idea what a rural community next to a big city community is going through. Would you kindly hear Michigan? Yeah, well, you know, we're we're only 30 minutes from Detroit, so we're also big city, but very much blue collar. And the, and the people here... They, they work their nine to fives and, and they're used to having the weekends to enjoy themselves. And a lot of them like to fish and hunt and go to their cabins up north. And the governor here has, you know, disallowed all of that, of course. And they're starting to get, you know, antsy. And, and uh, last week we had, uh, what, 50,000 people march on the Capitol all next to each other. And, uh, and she, she said, this is just going to make it worse. But we're we're in in a lot of trouble. It's not like we're South Dakota. You know, we've had we've had uh, thirty four thousand people here have the disease or have had it, and and uh, twenty eight hundred have died. So this isn't. I mean, we're like third for most deaths. Uh, you know, out of all the states. So you think people would take it serious? Correct me if I'm wrong, Monty. Didn't uh, you guys uh, have? Uh, like the one of the last uh, shelter-in-place orders, or did, did you guys even get a shelter-in-place order? Yeah, yeah, she she came out with it. I think, uh, and she keeps adding to it, and and that's where people are getting angry. Is for example, if you live on a lake and you have a boat, you can't go out on the lake in the boat by yourself. Just not you can, no no boating at all. Okay, you can't fish. You but the dispensaries are open. <laughs> but you can't. But there's lots of things you can't go get. If you want to take this time to paint your house. Right. You can't go to Sherwin Williams and get paint. Uh, so there's you're you're not allowed to go across the street to to see your neighbor, even if it's just two of you. But you, you know. can go buy weed. But you that, the the lines um, <laughs> the lines for those are 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 incredible. Wow. Are they are they practicing safe distancing in those lines that you see yeah. there? You know, I know that they've got uh, James uh, James Lee. Uh, the fighter, UFC pride fighter. He, that's what he's doing right now. He, he goes out uh, and uh, helps move cars through. He goes, there's 30 cars at all times in their parking lot as long as they're open. And he said the guy's doing uh, $80,000 a day. Uh, I believe it. Of stuff. That, that's what people want. Uh, if I'm correct, they can bring this back to MMA a little bit. I think Jerry Millen had something to do with that's his, that's his shop. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I think I think he's uh, in that business. 
This kind of kind of coincides with the fact that they're claiming that now the sustainable food sources we have is getting a little scary. They're wondering if we're going to be able to have enough food as things are going on here. Maybe it's because people are smoking too much pot and they're getting the munchies like crazy and eating twice as much as normal. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. But, you know, listen, they're talking about the UFC May 9th. Um, I'm on call to be prepared for it. Uh there's rumor has it it could be somewhere here in the country. Of course, we all have heard about Fight Island. Uh, is all the in Michigan every there? It's the same as everywhere else, right? There's no sports. There's no gatherings yet. What was the reason for the walk on the Capitol with with all the people that did that? Was that was that a Trump push to protest? Was that what, what was the reason for that? I'm not quite sure why they did that in such an unsafe environment. Why did that happen? Well, and they, what they did is they shut down. They shut down Lansing for that day. I mean, they blocked it with their cars. Nothing could get through and honk their horns. And there were a lot of Trump supporters there. But I think that, you know, when you start, um, the one thing that got everyone upset is if Bruce, if you want to come up here and go to the UP and go to a cottage, anyone from outside of the state can do it. But if you're in right. the state, you can't do it. That that freaked them out. They don't they don't like that it, that they can't they have a cabin they're paying taxes for and they can't go up to their cabin. What is the yeah. logic in that? I mean, I understand that if you're not, you know, a, what what are you a Michigander? Is that is that what that is? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Like if you're a Michigander, you're confined to your home, but anybody else outside the state can just do whatever they yeah. want. Like that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make see, sense. See, I understand not wanting people to go up only be, like it's the hot spot is down here by Detroit. That's where 80% of the virus is located right now. What they don't want is people coming from here, taking it up to the UP where it's, there's nothing. So I get that, but it's, but someone from Ohio that's, right. you know, 30 minutes away can, can, can do it. So she didn't think it out. I, I don't think. And, you know, uh, she's, she's just, it's her first year and I'm sure she's got a lot of people in her ear. And she's kind of making some rash decisions. See, that's the problem. This is all politicized. Like, I feel like none of it is really like honest to goodness calculation in decision being made. If you're on the right side of the aisle, you want to open, open, open. If you're on the left, it seems like you want to shut everything down. I saw uh, yesterday uh, Los Angeles said, look, no sports here in 2020. There will be no sporting events yeah. in Los Angeles this year. It's April. What? Yeah. It's crazy. They're, they're already talking about, I was talking to Kristen this morning because I'm always keeping in track of what's going on with the kids because let's face it, you know, the kids, your kids, Monty, everybody's kids we know, the technological aspects of the phones and everything and the lack of communication skills before COVID-19 ever hit, now these poor kids, they're not living their lives. They're not going to go to school. They're talking about no school here in Los Angeles. I don't know if you heard this, TJ, all the way through uh, to the beginning of next year. Right. They're talking about no school. Yeah, and and, and, now, and you mean the beginning of 2021, not like the beginning of next school year. We're starting no, in August. No, 2021. September. Yeah, that's crazy. So like, now, like, think about this, Bruce. My son, he left school um, a, a little over a month ago as a second grader. The next time he likely will enter a classroom will be in the second half of his third grade year. Knock on wood. I mean, uh, may, he, maybe as a fourth grader, like that. That's bonkers. It's bonkers, but it's actually it's bonkers. But thank God he's a little younger. Right. What I you know, I, it's bad for all kids. But when I think of like my boys, Rupert at 12 and Henry at 15 in middle school and in high school, losing out on that vital, vital, vital growth period of 
communication and finding their their themselves and their sexuality and their and their their minds for work and their and everything and they're just home now right you know and you can't and blossom not, when you're stuck at home you can't blossom yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's going to be delayed for so many reasons it's just so painful to yeah. think about and now you talk about what you're talking about monty and we have the governor of las vegas okay the governor of las vegas carolyn goodman the mayor is actually the mayor, the mayor rather pardon yeah. me the mayor is actually talking about reopening the casinos, the hotels, the restaurants, and more, right, to going against the stay-at-home order. I think that's absolute insanity. You have hundreds of thousands of people that will flock to Vegas and then go back. Right. We can't do this. We, yeah. We're not out of this yet. It's like if every state, if 45 states follow the rules and five states don't, including Las Vegas, and allows people from all the states to fly in, what are we doing, guys? Right. I, we don't even know what next November is going to be like with the flu coming back. There's no vaccine. That is not preparation for right. safety for the future. And I think, Bruce, the thing that you're hitting on is the, the real big issue here. If you want to go to the casino, that's great. You can go to the casino. But the sad part is you go to the casino and I see at the grocery store, I die. You don't die. Maybe you get yeah. over it, but I die. And, and that's the issue that uh, we really have to you know, be on on you know one real unified front because it's yeah. not like you make a decision for yourself and it only affects you it affects everyone and that's just not right i would hate to see you know someone's grandmother pass away because i just needed to get my blackjack on let me tell you something the boys play soccer i know your boys plays your boy plays soccer right mm -hmm. one of yes. the we just got word we just got word yesterday one of henry's soccer mates 15 years old named noah uh, African American black a black boy. His dad just died from COVID. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is not the first death I've heard about in my six degrees of separation. No. Kristen's brother got COVID nineteen. He's down in Huntington Beach. Thank God he's recovering from it well. Um, I could go on and on because we all have a six degrees of separation. It's only going to get closer too. It's only going to get closer. Uh, Lyman Good, I, UFC fighter. He just got over it. We're good. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk. Well, we'll go into that right now. But I mean, it, just before I go into Lyman Good situation. You know how many ambulances? I don't know about you, Monty. I don't know about you, TJ. But you know how many ambulances are coming through my neighborhood almost daily? Yeah. And I told you last week, that's not the first house. That's the second, third. I've seen them pull two people out at the same time right. into ambulances, which makes you think that the obvious, that maybe they're both infected. Who knows? I'm certainly not going to go up and ask. I mean, but it, it's more more activity than I've ever seen. And, than I've that, ever seen. And that's the thing, too. Like, I, I think you notice it more because, I mean, I can drive – my drive from my house to my studio now takes about 25 minutes. Seven, eight weeks ago, it took me 90 minutes. So everything yeah. is a lot more noticeable. The, the world, you know, whether or not you really, I mean, some, some areas you're not going to notice. But in a place like Los Angeles, uh, we're at a standstill. And you notice everything that's out of the ordinary because nothing is ordinary. And, I mean, I, I hope that the people that you saw, Bruce, you know, aren't suffering from COVID-19. But it's like... When's the last time you saw an ambulance in your neighborhood, let alone twice in you know a couple of weeks? It's it's strange. Been more than twice. You know, right now, California cases. There's thirty five thousand eight hundred cases confirmed. How many in your place? Thirty eight thousand, just where you're at, right? Somewhere in well, Detroit. Uh, Detroit. And Michigan, Michigan has like thirty thirty eight thousand, and we but we're, we're we're really high as deaths. I mean, we're at uh, twenty eight hundred dead. And and here in California, right? And also. They claim that amongst 
uh, black Americans and Indians that the COVID is really, it really hits them hard. And the death, to- the death toll is much, much higher. You have more than we have in the whole state of California and almost three times as many deaths. The states right now, the current report is about 840,000 confirmed, 46,000, 47,000 approximate deaths and 76,800 and some have recovered matched against the 2.6 million worldwide, the 180,000 deaths that have occurred and 700,000 recovered. The bottom line is these numbers are doubling almost every right. week now. Well, it's think about this, Bruce. Just, ridiculous. Just, just a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the number surpassing 3,000, which was more deaths uh, from COVID-19 than 9-11. And now 3,000 seems like a, a microscopic number uh, compared well, to the numbers that you're spitting. Like a couple I don't know. Days in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now you get in a situation like with Lyman Good. Okay. Lyman Good was expected to fight at UFC 249 back on April 18th. And he had pulled out, which what he said at the time was with an injury. But it turned out that he spoke later, whether this came out through UFC or elsewhere, that he was COVID-19 positive, which he claims he's now over it. And he's 100% training back for work. So, Monty, you promoted Extreme Challenge, one of the more well-known, historically, you know, big MMA events that occurred, went on for a long time. Still going. You have, still going. And you, you've managed, you know, fighters, Matt Hughes and Mark Hughes and uh, just tons of great fighters, you know, Militich and everybody that's come out and yeah. been with you. You and I have been, like I said earlier in the show, all over the world, that amazing event we did in Kuwait when we're wondering if we're going to have to fight our way out of there, or both whether it's <laughs> against an army or sure. against Barkalov and Russian yeah. fighters. You remember the end of that night when oh, Barkalov wasn't happy? Yeah. And we, all of us are in the ring. I thought, and McCarthy thought, we all were going to go against the yeah. Russians that night. You remember how crazy that oh, was? So, so did Militich. He, yeah. Militich and, and Hughes was the first. He goes, he goes, he goes, get ready, because he saw them coming. Yep. And uh, Pat grabbed me. He goes, he goes, get ready to defend yourself. And yep. and then the the uh, those all those Navy SEALs that we had come in, mm-hmm. they, came, they came running up. Thank goodness we... You know, that was a lucky thing. We ran into them and and uh, uh, down by the water and they said, hey, we'd like to come. And they let them come because they didn't really sell tickets. Nope. So they let them sit on the bleachers. And thank goodness there was about 20 guys that evened up even the score a little bit and, and made them think. This doesn't yeah, even we sound were... like real life. Like this sounds oh, dude, like we... the beginning of a crate. Like this, big, this sounds like the beginning of the Expendables, to be honest with you. This, this was actually the end of a three-day Expendable weekend right. in Kuwait with the Sheikh brought us in. But standing in that little cage, which was so rinky-dink, remember when it was put together and before we started, it was still flimsy and McCarthy had to go tighten everything up and we're trying to figure everything out. But Monty's right, TJ, right at the end. I mean, John looks at me, I look at him. We're ready. I thought it was going to be a brawl yeah. for it all, yeah. and we we're all ready to do. We all we we were in survival mode, but it all it all worked out. We all wanted to get out of there as quickly as we could. The war was going on like twenty miles away. We're in this doing this. One of those great memories. So what I'm what I'm trying to get at here, Monty, you've had more experience with fighters than I've had, or as much or more than I've had. Okay, what do you think about an event being held in the next month? No audience. No nothing proper safety uh, requirements in place, however that, whatever that means, however it can be done, whether it's testing or whatever, would you want to promote event in the next month? Oh, I wouldn't. I mean, I couldn't have that on my conscience if anything happened. I really couldn't. Um, I do see where if it's done properly, where every fighter is tested ahead of time. So it is everyone who's in that building has been tested and is negative then you shouldn't catch the virus in that building if, if you don't let anyone else in. Right. So I guess I can see 
how that happens. I understand the fighters wanting to make a living. We all do. I, I can't make a living without promoting or, or having my fighters fight. I'm in the same boat. But but uh, to to risk it, to risk someone's life over it, I, I just personally couldn't do it. Just not for me. Correct me if I'm wrong, Monty. You had a couple shows that uh, either have been canceled or postponed like throughout this yeah. window, correct? Yeah, yeah. I actually have uh, – I had May 16th, which possibly I could have done in Iowa – they, for some reason, Iowa, this virus doesn't want to go there. It's like West Virginia. They don't. It just doesn't want to go some places. And Iowa just doesn't seem to have anything. You know, 70 dead total. Yeah. You know, usually two a day. It's just nothing. And and so there's a chance they could, we're going to open up May 1st, which would, I, you know, I mean, if you just put on pr your promoter hat, I mean, people are dying to get out. Sure. I, I probably could do pretty well. Well, what, what's crazy to but, me, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. I was just going to say, but what if, I mean, what, what if, you know, I can't test everyone to come in. I, you know, someone's going to have it and someone's going to pass it to all those people. And, and someone, some, some of them are going to take it home without knowing and pass it on. It's just spider web so much that it's just, I, I couldn't do it. I can't, I don't want to read in the newspaper that they came to my show and, and lost their grandparents or whatever. I mean, I, well, you know that. I, I, so just real quick, I, I'm I don't want to give Monty an excuse to like go do things that he think uh, thinks are bad decisions. But like, this is the problem. If Iowa's open and Texas opens and all these states are open, it doesn't matter who's close. It doesn't matter who's not doing something, right? Because if they're not getting it at your show, they're getting it at the airport because they're flying or they're getting it at you know the grocery store because it's just wide open and you know the social distancing isn't being. Uh, observed like I, I don't know like that's that's a that's the issue like how can we I, I understand how the United States work I understand we have a state level and a federal level but when something affects everybody I don't know yeah. how you leave it up to the, the the states to make the decision on behalf of essentially uh, everybody it just doesn't make sense well it should be it should be nationwide it should be a, a federal mandate that's the same for every state and we've talked about this before whether it's gun control Control, whether it's COVID-19 requirements and, and laws put in place, if we're going to do this right, then everybody should be doing the same thing with no room for yep. error. Now, we just had the WWE had an event in Florida a couple weeks ago. To my knowledge, everything went off fine. There was no audience. Monty, can you, with your revenue sources and your shows, well, if there are no audience... Real quick, to, to cut you off, I just want to get your, your facts straight. There was one person on the production team that ended up testing positive for COVID-19 yes. after the event. Yes, I'm sorry. I was going to bring that up, but I thought it was before, but it was after. Is that correct? It was after, yep. Okay. Has anybody else tested positive since then that we know of? No. Okay. So that's the risk that can happen, of course. Monty, getting back to the question, let's say there's no audiences allowed for six months. Does your revenue stream of wherever you have your place with TV or internet, whatever it shows, can your show survive and can you afford to put on a show with no audience? No, not at all. I mean, I, I, do, I do mainly casinos. Uh -huh. So the re the reason casinos pay me is because I bring people to them right. that gamble. Right. So without right. it, I all my revenue sources dry up. Even the I've got the one big show that I'm working on with. You probably have heard rumors of this, but Pat Militich is going to fight again. Yeah, he, I heard. And he's fighting Michael Nunn. You know, great boxer. Michael Nunn. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a it's an incredible. This thing will draw. I mean, we could draw seven thousand plus in the Quad Cities. The two. They're the two greatest 
professional athletes, fighters out of, out of, out of yeah. that area. Well, Michael Nunn is what? He's 50 now, isn't he? 56. And how old is Pat? 53. And is Nunn, I know Nunn was a fine boxer, but does he have any ability? In the, oh, yeah. Yeah? They don't forget. I mean, they don't. You know, no, I know. It, I don't mean the boxing. It's not an MMA fight, Bruce. It's a kickboxing. No, no, match, no, oh, oh, it's kickboxing. Oh, it's, kickboxing. So that way, Pat, again, has none ever been kicked in the legs? No. Come on. No, but but uh, okay. But Michael Nunn's Michael Nunn has about an eight foot reach advantage. Yeah, I know he's and, a and, much bigger guy than Pat. And uh, and 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 Michael's been in been in prison. You know, uh, so he what? just got out six months ago. What was that so, for? It was a cocaine thing that he uh, bought. That they kind of fed set him up to buy a kilo of cocaine for a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But anyway, first he, off, if I knew he was going to buy a kilo of cocaine for a hundred bucks, I figure something's up. Where do you get a well, kilo of cocaine hey, for I mean, hundred bucks? I don't. I just watched. I just watched watch Narcos for three seasons. They don't go yeah. for hundred bucks. I mean, I, yeah. I don't buy cocaine or have any need for it. But I think I might buy a kilo if you're offering it to yeah, me for hundred bucks. Exactly. It was it was entrapment at its best, but. But anyway, he what he did when he went to, to prison was he, he took all the people that came in overweight and, and didn't know about nutrition and taught them how to how to get back in shape, eat right, and put them through workouts and stuff. I mean, he really did good. And he's a good guy. I, I know him really well. We, I traveled with him all over the world when he was fighting. And uh, he was ranked he, at one time. He was pound for pound the best boxer in the world, 35 yeah. and 0. I My mean, he brother. was un, untouchable. My brother announced uh, pretty much oh, most yeah. of his fights. A ton yeah. of Michael Dunn fights. Well, that's interesting. We'll see if that happens. Yeah. All right, guys. In a few other areas, though, you know, obviously it's an issue. Obviously it's a risk. Safety factors have to be put in place. I've already stated that, of course, May 9th going off, as we've heard, I am prepared and ready to do what I have to do. Um, and want to do uh, in the safest environment possible. So we'll see how that develops. You know, the, as we go on with this, there's so many situations that occur. You know, there's 26 U.S. Navy ships right now that currently have coronaviruses on them. Really? Right? Yep. 26 U.S. Navy ships and another 14 have been hit by the virus. Uh, the crew members impacted have recovered, right? Uh -huh. But all those 26 uh, ships are now in port or in maintenance yards. They're not releasing the names of the individual ships because they don't want to cause any issues. Yeah. There's currently 90 ships at sea. So if you figure that out, over 30% of the active ships have coronavirus and, outbreaks. And how many people are on each ship? Like, I'm sure it varies greatly, but Monty and I were talking about, you know, uh, the the crews in battleships. We were talking about that old yeah, how uh, big, show. How big yeah, yeah. There was going to be a show that was going to be on a battleship and uh, Monty, you, you, how how many people did you say? Fit an, air, on? An, an aircraft carrier has six thousand people on it. That's a right. And, and the Roosevelt, the, the Roosevelt ship has four thousand on it. Yeah. Okay. They're now finishing a fourteen-day isolation period. That show, the battleship, I announced for that promoter, mm -hmm. the woman that was promoting that. I announced her shows previously. I think one was down here at the Morongo in, in California, and I was set to do that battleship show if it ever if it ever got off. This was before I became exclusive with the there UFC. There was a lot of people that were, oh yeah, in entwined with that. That would have been, I mean, Elaine, Elaine McCarthy was big into that because yeah. I I always call I always remember I always say a battleships. Uh, something about battleship when I'm around her. <laughs> yeah, real real, real well, quick. You know, Elaine, uh, I'm curious. Can you guys refresh my memory? Was was the idea that that was going to take place was it going to be in international waters and and have like some sort of 
crazy rule set that we've no. never seen before or anything like that? No. No, what I understand is it was going to be docked so right. that people could come onto it. And it was going to be a show like if you go to the, uh, you know, what is it, that the ship down on beaches and you have a show on it. No, it was just going to be a, it was going to be a setting, a unique setting to create atmosphere that be the event. Let's face it. This was back during the time pre-pro elite, pre-XFL, right. losing 45, 55 million respectively when everybody wanted to be the UFC and still does. And uh, she did it. She did a very valiant effort, but it just didn't come together. Yeah, so that's all I could say. You know, guys, they've also found now the coronavirus travels on shoes, okay? Shoes. And they expect that once you – shoes. So it sits on asphalt. It's been rumored for in the area of about three days. So when you step on it, um, if I have this correctly, let me make sure I give See, you the information here's the problem. correctly. Go, go ahead and look it up. But, but this is what bothers me about it, Bruce. Every time we're on the show, I hear that it survives for 10 minutes. It survives <laughs> for 10 hours. It survives for 10 days. Um, the vaccine will be great, but now we hear people are – testing positive a second time after testing negative and getting over it. Like right. I have no idea what to believe. I really don't. I, I high, high levels of the virus are on frequently touched surfaces. We know one thing people got to be aware of trash cans, bed rails, your computer mice, the mouse that you use your telephone. You go out to get the mail with the mailbox. You pull yeah, in the yes. mail gas pumps. That's a thick of, I carry, I carry gloves and masks in my car. The gas pumps get that effect. The, the markets get that effect. They're talking about six feet of social distancing, but they're finding out that the virus can travel through the air for at least 13 feet, okay, or like four meters. That's not six feet, guys. And yeah. then if it's if it, on feet, okay, so you, you're stepping on, you're, you're carrying it there. So you need to keep your shoes outside or wipe the soles of your shoes down. You know, and we all know that when you go shopping and everything, you should come in, take your clothes off, put them in the, I mean, you really want to do this right. This is what yeah. I do. You got to take your, cause I got to shop for my family. You right. know, I'm out yeah. there shopping for my mom and for everybody and, you know, doing what I have to do. So you just got to be careful. And so well, then you wonder when we do get in a group, we got to be as careful, as careful as possible. Well, now I took the antibody test last week. You know about the antibody test and the swab test? Yeah. Do you guys know the difference between the two? Well, one like scratches the back of your brainstem, right? Okay, well, here, let, let me explain it to you exactly. Nasal, nasal what, cavity right, or whatever. Right. Kristen and Henry, because they were showing flu symptoms, on Huntington Beach, and they got the swab test. Where they stick it up the nose, right back here, you feel yeah. it. It didn't really hurt them, but it was like, oh, my God, they're touching my brain. Right. That Those results come back in a few days, okay? And those results show, do you or do you have it, right? Are right. you actively with it? Is now, it active? If you've had, is it active? Now, if you have it, if you've had it, your body develops what they call the antibodies. And the, and the ruling is still out trying to figure out exactly how many antibodies are needed to say that you're immune because they don't know for sure Look, if you've had it, if you can or cannot get it again. That jury is still out. It seems inconclusive the, thus far. They haven't. It's inconclusive. Yeah. Now they're calling for they can't get enough swabs, as we know. So now the, the only way the marketplace, the workplace can open up again, and one of the key things is massive testing, either the swab test or the antibody test. So if they see that you have antibodies, you can get yourself back into the workplace. But you have to be retested all the time, you know, like every five days or and, whatever they say. And that's the blood, you said, right? Right. Here's what happens is, okay, this is the antibody test. I'm, I'm, my friend owns this company. Okay, this is an FDA laboratory. I have access to antibody tests. I'm trying to get them to pharmacies. I'm trying to help people. I'm working with contacts I have for masks and stuff, doing my part or whatever. This is a self-contained antibody test. This is by a company called Vivera. 
Okay, I'm working with them closely. Um, anyway, I won't go into details. I took this test, and what you do is you prick your finger, and you get blood, and then I dry. It's similar to like a pregnancy test, you know, where you get where the girl has to pee in it or the woman has to pee. Right. In well, it. I, I would say it's a lot more like uh, testing your blood sugar. Yeah, yeah, it's similar to diabetes. So you have this test, you prick your finger, you drop a couple of drops here, then you have what they call a buffer agent. Okay, funny enough. And <laughs> the you, you drop the buffer. I've already tried to trademark it. It doesn't work. Um, you drop the uh, buffer agent in, and then it sits down. And 15 minutes later, maybe 20, the colors change, and it shows in my test, it shows that I do not have any antibodies, which means. I have not come in contact with the virus. It also means okay. you're at risk. I'm at risk. Yeah. But then again, we don't know. Even if you've had it, you right. still could be at risk. That, that yeah. jury's out. But these are the antibody tests you hear them talking about every day on CNN and elsewhere. Very hard to get. These are from Germany, repackaged and, and formulated under the Bavera label. And they're the most expensive, highest accurate tests out there, aside from the Abbott Labs test, which has received FDA approval. This is about to receive it also. And I took it, and I'm okay. Is, is but, this is this first just for general coronavirus, or is this for COVID nineteen specifically? COVID nineteen. This is COVID, okay. this is COVID nineteen rapid test kit. And the only reason I got access to this, and you can find locations in your check your local listings if you have flu symptoms, whatever. There are drive bys in many states where you can get a formal swab test, hopefully, but you have to have symptoms. Right. right? I was lucky enough because I'm trying to get these out to people. I was lucky enough to get a sample for myself and test myself. Very hard to get. Right. Very well, hard to get. Lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know? Well, it's it's more lifestyles for me of working with a company and trying to do some good for other people. Sure. And I needed to see the product. So, no, no, 100%. You know, I, no one's going to yeah. fault you for that, Bruce. Um, I, I think, though, the, the interesting part is, is like you said, we, we don't eat, like even your test results, we know that you don't have the illness. We don't know if you've had it and maybe you no longer have the antibodies and you've gotten over it that way. Like there's there's still so much to learn and it's oh. going to take time and no one really wants to wait anymore. They just want to no. get over it. And that's the problem. <sighs> Sorry I'm late, everyone. It's all right. The meeting's just getting started. Are you in your closet? Yeah, it's the quietest place. <laughs> ah, not the roomiest though. Getting closer with your closet these days? That a uh, dinosaur costume behind you? What? No. <laughs> the Container Store's custom closet sale is here to help with up to 25% off closet systems and free virtual in-home closet design. Who wants Sean to put on the dino suit? Really, guys? The Container Store, where space comes from. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. Well, the difference between this kit and the other kits of antibodies is they got to send the blood off to a doctor to again tell you in three days if, you're, if you have the antibodies or not. This is a unique self-contained kit that it happens right there. But it has to be, a, you need a medical person to give you this test, even though it's very easily done. They're working on right now, very diligently, and hopefully creating the home test kit, where you'll be able to order for your house directly. But that That's needs right. formal FDA approval. Right. And as we know, the FDA is slow than snail shit right. in this country, okay? See, Bottom line. Th that's the problem, though, with the FDA. It's like, this really isn't dangerous to your health. Like, you think you need FDA approval because we want to make sure that whatever you're putting in your body isn't going to have a negative reaction and that it's, you know, on the up and up. But this is just a test. Like, 
the FDA has already approved, you know, at-home finger prick testing. Mm-hmm. Why does this need to be approved by the FDA? That's that's where I'm sort of scratching my head, but uh, I guess there's the rules. Well, here's the problem. The last thing I want to say about the antibody test, you hear this every day. The problem is there's so much crap out there that has come in from China, uh, sometimes from Korea, I've heard. Okay, there's people, there's about 70 companies producing these tests right now. They're not all good. Right, you have but- an accuracy level of something like this, it's at 98, 99, 100%. There's some out there that are at 70% or less. Yeah. They're no good. And They're the, no good. The only reason, though, that this has to get FDA approval is because it's making claims. Like, yeah. the if it was a supplement or made no real claims, it, it wouldn't have to be approved by the FDA. And, and that's oh. the issue with all of that. Like, you can go, <laughs> I can go put whatever I want to on a bottle of, you know, uh, sugar, you know, pills and uh, just throw it in your local grocer. And I'm not subject to the FDA, but I just can't make any claims. Yeah, that's well, claims and labeling laws are always a key fact. You know, I used to be in the nutritional business making products. It's always been a big issue. But again, here, um, the FDA has to do the research. They got to make it happen. I'm sure they're working fast and never make it happen. My friend Paul, who owns this company, has a direct line to the White House, has a direct line to the FDA, and they're diligently working because they're trying to get them out. And one of our biggest one of his biggest customers is Indians reservations ordering right. tons of these things I, I just i just don't see what the issue is it's it's a test that honestly you're not making a lot of decisions at home by yourself on it's not like you're gonna say oh i tested clean so i can just uh disobey my stay at home order or whatever like i i just don't understand why you need to delay it it probably is a money issue no well no. it there's a lot of delays due to the slow start right of our government and that's all i'm going to say okay well, now tyson foods you talk about iowa monty yeah. tyson foods the plants located in waterloo iowa right. they've already slowed production because they have 2800 workers there that have been calling out sick okay so now the blackhawk county health department has linked the tyson plant to 182 of the 374 covid 19 cases that have been reported in iowa uh, by the water, excuse me, in that area, according right. to the Waterloo mayor. Now that's probably going to close down again, affecting the food supply, which is becoming an issue here, guys. And um, so Iowa's really not untouched. Well, <laughs> when you think number, about it. But the numbers total for Iowa, there's 75 dead total. And and when you look at everyone else, everyone is above that. And then just the numbers, it's something like 2,500 cases total for the whole state. And it's just, you know, I, we have more than, we have double that in my, my county here in Michigan, just my county, you know, so it's there. I mean, I, there's not many states out there that wouldn't take the 75 dead. That's, that's so low. Yeah, it's very low. You know, when you talk about planes, would you go to an airport now, Monty, if you had oh, to? No. I'll tell you, when I look at this virus, there's a lot of boxes I check. There's, I'll be 60, you know, coming up in two months. Overweight, I'd say yes, <laughs> dramatically. Uh, uh, diabetes, I have diabetes too. That's all the checks I need. I'm, I need to be in a bubble. I'm just sitting, sitting at home, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Here I am, and I'm watching everything. All right, make sure you watch Ozark and Tiger King. Oh, already done. <laughs> okay. And zero, I hear Zero Zero is good, and I just started watching Money Heist last night. That's oh, okay. really good. Money Heist, check watch, that out. Do you watch Bosch? Uh, Bosch on Amazon Prime, Bosch. Well, I, 
or but why he they used to fight in the UFC. He's got no, a no, TV no, no, show. No, no, not my <laughs> not my bullshit. No, there's a show called Bosch that's uh, got like five seasons. Just came out with their fifth. But he's a detective in all, in L.A. and all kinds of stuff that goes on. It's very good. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'm Listen, bored of television. Of, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm actually getting a little bored myself. You know. Anyway, playing a lot of backgammon chess and uh, other things with um, backgammon. My, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's back. The, he's the elite, TJ. I used to be a big, big player backgammon. He's be a big gambler backgammon. <laughs> I have for years. But it's a great game. Listen, uh, the airports, L.A. mayor has reported that 98 percent of air travel has stopped in the city here where I live. Um, my friend who actually has been traveling, I don't know why, says that there's maybe six or ten people on an airplane. I hate this for the economic reasons. I like it because if it May 9th happens and I got to get on a plane and go to wherever it's at. I will be the most antisocial human being in the world, <laughs> which, you know, Monty, I am not. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and it's like, you know, there are no pictures in my future. There are no autographs in my future. It's just I, life is changing as we know. It. We'll see. But if I have to fly, the idea of that, that it's like so empty is the only thing that makes me feel good. That's the only thing. Yeah. Private, you know, buff. Period. private. Well, it depends on how far that show is. That's all I want to say. Yes. Don't think I won't look into it if I can. Thank okay, you. now. Tina, put put another, put you on the plane. Yeah, put me on the plane, right? We'll see. <laughs> all right, Oktoberfest in Germany. This is how people are thinking now. We wonder, are we going to be back to business in June? We wonder, are going to be back to business in July? We wonder if we're going to be back to business in August. But Pete, already canceling events. Talk about the football yeah. season not happening. MLB is trying, basically baseball is trying to make up their minds. Germany has canceled the Oktoberfest for October in Munich. Yeah. Okay, what does that tell you? Well, Italy or Spain has canceled the running of the Bulls. What does that tell you? Okay, here's the thing real quick about baseball you're talking about Bruce I I'm sorry like I think the your mind is made up for you when your baseball season won't have the Los Angeles Dodgers have home games you know what I mean like uh, maybe they're holding out hope but what are you going to do if you decide to go forward and LA's like yeah no we're not letting you come here and have a sporting event the Dodgers are going to move back to Brooklyn no <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe Iowa I don't know hey <laughs> look they built it. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> if they build it, they will come. Yes. Exactly. Right. I thought Bruce would jump on that, and he didn't. That's all right. <laughs> I missed it. Okay, guys. Listen, the economic effect, we went over in some detail last week. I mentioned to you, uh, TJ, the Neiman Marcus and other big retailers, JCPenney's, Macy's, and Nordstrom are all in the financial roast. Well, it just so happens that 14,000 employees in Neiman Marcus have all been furloughed, and now Neiman Marcus has formally filed for bankruptcy. Um, it, that, 24 hour, 24 hour fitness is also going and considering going into bankruptcy right now too. I mean, it's going to be the first of, of many, I hate to say it. I mean, I, I don't know the difference between chapter seven and chapter 11 all that well. I don't think you're going to see these companies completely uh, disappear off the map. Maybe they'll get picked up and, and bought by other companies, but, uh, so. life as we know it, I, I'm sorry. Like I have a real hard time thinking that Best Buy is likely to be a thing here. Um, when this is all over, there's a lot of companies that were on the ropes uh, already, and I just don't know how they'll get through this because, I mean, have you guys driven by a shopping mall or even just a strip mall as of late? Like, that's where it, it starts. Yesterday. It, it, it strikes me in my core because it's like, I even though malls are way down when it comes to the amount of uh, traffic that they did, you know, just a few years ago, it is still crazy to see an empty parking lot 
in the middle of a day on a on a Saturday. No, absolutely. You know, and take it a step further. Shake Shack, um, they got a government loan, right? Mm -hmm. Ruth Chris got a government loan. Right. Uh, who else? Uh, Ruth Chris. Everybody's and, uh, one of the government big, loans. Pretty much Shake any, Shack, any business. Well, Shake Shack returned their ten right. million dollar government loan that was meant for small businesses, and the Ritz Hotel and Ruth Chris did not. They returned it, which I gave them big credit for. Um, there's other people they feel that need it, right? And they returned the money. How many other people did that, guys? Seriously? Well, I, I mean, keep the money and just give everyone free shakes. Well, you know, <laughs> well, they're 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 obviously. I just I would Grimaldi's is right next to the uh, Shake Shack here in in Sepulveda, in the city of Sepulveda, here where I live at the beach, near next door to me, and um in L.A. in, in L.A. and uh, they're open. You know, Shake Shacks. People are picking up their to-go meals and stuff like that. Right. Then you have another situation where Chipotle. Did I say that right, guys? I always get the no, wrong. Yeah, it's saying, a, it's Chipotle. 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 Yeah. They had a they had a lawsuit here. They're paying the largest fine ever in food safety, mm. right? In a sense, from a thousand inst a thousand instances of food poisoning. Yeah. And now they've just got fined. They're paying a whopping twenty five million dollars to yeah. settle that settlement. Twenty five million. Not not the perfect time to be for a yeah. restaurant to be forking out twenty five million dollars. They're saying they're saying that they knew the food was that 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 the meat was bad, and they and they did it. It wasn't like oh. We got some bad stuff and it got out. Right. They got fined so big because they knew and they said, "What do we want to throw? Do we want to throw all this away or take so a chance?" The the way that I read it, they don't they didn't necessarily know that the 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 meat was bad, but they were not following proper guidelines right. to ensure that, like, look, it's been in this hot plate for six hours. Uh, you know, it's pork. Pork doesn't stay that well uh, for that long. Uh, instead of throwing it away, let's just make up those uh, carnitas. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, you know what? Yeah. As much as much as I don't like McDonald's and won't eat there, with the exception of an egg McMuffin and a pinch, um, they what is it? Twenty minutes if it's sitting there and they throw all that food out. Yeah. Twenty minutes and they throw it all out. Yeah. I can imagine the people going to those rear dumpsters. I won't mention any names, but I've had a few friends that weren't making big money when they started. And one of them used to tell me, he said, he used to literally go to McDonald's and wait for them to throw that stuff in the can. And he took it and he ate it. Well, look, you know? at, look at Tiger King. You were talking about that. Like they feed their animals off their meat truck. Oh, that was horrible, wasn't it? Well, it I mean, yes, yes and no. Like, yeah, a lot of that meat was bad. But at the same time, like it is true. If, if you take meat out of the uh, refrigerated section and go up to the cashier and you – your credit card gets declined, they have to throw that steak out. And uh, by the time it's getting to you on the meat truck, yeah, it's probably pretty grody. But for, for a brief moment in time, you're like, damn, that's a, that's a nice T-bone that's just getting thrown away for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of getting thrown away for no reason, you know, I told you I've been working with a company on um, uh, N95 masks, surgical masks, gloves, of course, the, the test kits to try and do what I can to pe connect people to get what they need. Our buddy, TJ, Damon John from Shark Tank, Mm -hmm. He got some bad. He got he got a some little bad publicity today. I'm afraid. What happened? Um, I I would think he was trying to do well, knowing Damon. Mm -hmm. uh, he went the. Uh, okay, he's the Shark Tank investor. If you watch Shark Tank, he started Fubu. Yeah, right. Friend of the show, friend of mine. Nothing bad to say about Damon. All good things to say about Damon. But the report shows is that the CEO of the Shark Group, um, one of the stars of the Shark Group, he was working with the Miami State. Right. And he was trying to get them the coveted N95 mask that everybody's trying to get. Now, normally these masks, they sell for any, they say under $2 in the article. But honestly, in today's world, you're going to pay anywhere from two to four. So 
the price he gave the state of Miami or state of Florida, or Miami in this case, was seven dollars for one per for one million masks. Right, which which I believe is illegal. Right, like you're not allowed to go over a certain amount before it becomes like a price gouging situation. Well, this is definitely a suspicion, uh, you know, suspicion of price gouging. Right. I think Damon was just making the connection, and it turned out that he made it, and that was the price they gave him. But yeah, it is. He may also not price. have known the actual price. I, I you know. Knowing all the things he takes care of, he could have just acted like a buffer, putting the buyer and the seller together. But yet his name was on it. So, so and I know for act, acting like a buffer, like acting a buffer, spending like one eighty or no, no, no. The, bu- the buffer is the zone. <laughs> the buffer, the buffer zone is the point between the buyer and the seller, or the point between the fighter and the fighter, or the point between the you know whatever. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's the it's, buffer. It's, it's that buffer. inner octagon of the octagon. I think that's the Lay buffer. It, so. Spell it out. Say it however you want. But people are going to read this article today. I very much would like to back David the fact he was probably trying to do some good, and that's the price that came across, and his name was on it. Right. So see now. Speaking of people doing things, guys. I'm getting Venmo. Now, you know Venmo. There's PayPal. Sure. There's Venmo. Send money I quickly had, to your buddies. I had three requests mm-hmm. in the last two days. First was for $20. Somebody I never even knew. Declined. Second was for $100. Somebody I didn't know. Declined. Somebody's tried to request $5,000 for me to be sent on Venmo. TJ, look on the outline I sent you. You'll see the picture. I saw it. it. Yeah. I mean, the thing <laughs> about that is. Who does it? Who well, actually well, hits the button and pays? We have touchscreen phones. You drag your palm across the screen by accident and who knows what you just did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It only needs to work once to be a worthwhile uh, attempt. You, exactly. you, know, you know, that reminds me of when you get those silly things in the, on the mail that's I'm a, I live in whatever South Africa and I have, uh, you know, a hundred million dollars in diamonds. Right. And I need, I want you, you know what I'm thinking when they do this stuff, you know, please send me your bank account so I can wire. Right. And I'm like, you know, the bad, the sad thing is they wouldn't keep showing up if they weren't working. Right. To some degree. 100%. Somebody, you know, somebody's press, somebody's saying yes. And you read about those scams recently with the shake of uh, Dubai saying, you know, come for an appearance and uh, we'll send you hundreds of thousands of dollars, but send us back half of it as a donation. And there's ways they work the bank where you they the money appears in your account. And then they send it back, but they get the money out of your account within 24 hours. So the yeah. money you sent back is your money that goes to it. <laughs> the scams are rampant now, folks. Be careful on the phones. Even PayPal or Instagram sent me an email, but it wasn't Instagram. Right. It was telling me that I was using a robot and my account was going to be now canceled in 24 hours if I don't send them all my information. That, that, well, well, I, well, I, okay. well, I went on Instagram because yeah. they have a thing on Instagram where you can see the emails they recently sent to you. And, of course, I hadn't received any emails from Instagram. Right. So that, that reminds that. me uh, of a story. Jeff Sherwood was going out to Atlantic City for one one of the the UFCs in like the 30s, and uh, right before he went to the airport, uh, he got an email from PayPal that said, uh, "Your account has been compromised. Uh, please change your password. Click this link." And he clicked that link, and he changed his password. But he made his password. He had to put in like his old password before he could put in the new password. <laughs> it was like PayPal dot you know Brazil dot whatever. And like, yeah, he got to Atlantic City, tried to use his PayPal credit card to check into a hotel, and they promptly let him know that he had no money in PayPal. Interesting. Uh, Monty, are you a, a football better? Um, I don't bet that much. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. Of course, you know, before I did this, I was a sports editor for, you know, 17 years of newspapers. Right. So I covered the Olympics, Super Bowls, World Series, 
all that kind of stuff. So that's what I did before this. So I'm a big sports fan. But I learned early when I was doing all these shows in casinos and you have all that money in your pocket because of the show just gets done. You're walking around with all of it. It's not a good thing to drop 500 here, drop 300 there. And every time I come home, I, I'm short a thousand bucks or something. So I just kind of talked myself out of betting. The, the only betting I used to do was on my own fighters uh, in Vegas when Jens and Hughes and Militich were all coming up and, and they were always three to one underdogs and I just couldn't stop it. You know, I, I'd always, I bet 3000 on each time. That's the most they would let me do. And I, I had a streak of like, I won like nine in a row Wow! with those guys. Remember Jens? I mean, he was, those are all upsets. Matt won six in a row. Pat won seven in a row. The, I was having a ball. The, the biggest one that I kind of remember, I, I don't know if you bet it, but the biggest underdog I think you had was probably Sylvia against Rico Rodriguez. I got him at five to one. TJ got him. TJ Thompson got him at seven to one. Seven to one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the big one I screwed up on was, and I don't bet fights, but I wanted to bet this fight so bad was when Randy Couture fought Tim Sylvia and Randy was an eight or nine uh, to one underdog. Yeah. That was one of the greatest bets I ever saw. You know, and when he put when he put Tim on his ass within thirty seconds of the start of the fight, remember that? How yeah, that well, work for you, Mike? Yeah, I, I I remember that, Bruce. It cost me quite a bit of money, actually. So, <laughs> but but I'm not laughing at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I I didn't mean to laugh at you on that one. But Pardon me. You, you know you know the funny thing about that fight was that Tim doesn't remember if if you remember during the fight there's a discrepancy where he thinks he's in round four, he thinks he's in round two. He doesn't know. He's completely on autopilot. Yeah. He doesn't remember anything after getting knocked down that entire fight and somehow managed to have enough instinct to hang in there. It sounds well, like another uh, Rich Franklin against Evan Tanner. Well, it also sounds yeah. like Frank Mir against Tim Sylvia when, yeah. when he had Tim's elbow on his cup and he broke his arm and I get in the octagon and Tim thinks his, he doesn't even realize his arm is broken. And oh. Herb's like, you broke your effing arm. Oh, he knew. Okay. Yeah. He knew. That was crazy, crazy. Listen, the reason I ask is because the bookies out there, I don't mean stockbrokers, or maybe I do mean stockbrokers, but the bookies out there taking bets, okay? Um, there's no betting on sports. Obviously, there's no sports. You know what the big betting on is now? The big uh, sites, for instance, like one is called um, Bet Online. They're running simulated Madden football games, you know, the Madden video game. They're running simulated games like, for instance, the 2019 Green Bay Packers versus the 2019 Detroit Lions. Strangely enough, they're getting as much action on simulated Madden football games as they get on Major League Baseball betting during the day. Wow. People, you know, there's people just starving, yeah. as we talked about earlier, for entertainment and, and, and to occupy themselves. Well, if anyone didn't think that gambling's a disease, there you go. Oh, there you go, right there. <laughs> Here, here's I, my I, thing. I, 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 wait, I, I sent this to John Anik. We all know oh, that John God. likes it better. He goes, I'm all over it. Of course he is. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing. I wouldn't bet on a video game. Like, you can't watch that unless they're streaming it live. Maybe they are, but like, um, the, one of the more safe bets I think you can take is they're allowing you to bet on the weather. Like, at least the weather can be verified. I can't verify if your PlayStation yeah. Madden game actually went off without a hitch. Well, the, wow. weather, bets, the weather bets are at a minimum. They'll only, only let you bet so much. Okay, another bet that's happening here, and who knows if we're going to see it. I love the fact, excited by the fact that Tom Brady is going to Tampa Bay. Now they're announcing that Gronkowski is coming yeah. out of retirement and has been traded by, um, by the Patriots to Tampa Bay to be with Tom Brady. It's not going to matter. Are we even going to see this happen? No. You know, a so, $50 so, million dollar contract, Brady's 
is going to play longer than he ever thought, right? If he continues to play yeah, into 2021 the, season. The Chargers are just not going to be a team. The Rams are just not going to be a team. They're just not going to have home games. I'm sorry. As long as L.A. has shut down uh, sports for the year of 2020, I don't think there's going to be a season of anything. Well, all right. Now, what what happens with these football, baseball players? They got their contracts. A lot of their money's guaranteed. If there's no season, I mean, they still they still get paid, right? It's, I mean, whatever's guaranteed money's guaranteed money. Yeah. I mean, baseball all guaranteed. I would think baseball season. I would think the teams have got to have an insurance policy that has a force majeure clause in it uh, that may pay for all this. I, I mean, bet you in football there isn't anything. Those those football guys they don't do so well when it comes to yeah, uh, not getting paid. Their their union is not the baseball union. That's no, for sure. No, no, it's not. Hey guys, a little collectible talk. I Monty, I told uh, TJ on past show that during these times, you know, I'm a big collector of vintage movie memorabilia, sports memorabilia, yeah. guns and artifacts, but I'm not a hunter. We've talked about this before. Those kind of things become gold bricks during these time periods. Auctions are reportedly selling stuff like crazy. Obviously, people are up for good buys, whether it's, you know, in that area. Um, 170-year-old hockey stick is being put up for auction, okay? This stick is one of the first ever made. It's believed to be from a time period between 1850 and 1870. It's a hockey stick, I'm not even kidding you, Bruce. I didn't know hockey was around that long ago. I didn't either. So in 1980, a couple named Gary and Jermaine Morris, they discovered this stick, one of these great stories, in the closet of a Vermont home that they just bought. It was just sitting in the closet. Of course it was. They had no idea. Yeah, of course. They ne- just, next, they to decided, a, next to the Declaration of Independence. Right. <laughs> okay. How much do you think this stick is going to sell for, Monty? Three and a half million. Come on, Monty. You read the article. <laughs> Wait, you it it, right are on the you kidding me? I'm not kidding. The no, value, just, acc- the value, according to an expert fine art appraiser, is three and a half million dollars. It's a 150 year old piece of wood. It, well, that, look, that truly was just a guess. I have no idea. I didn't see that at all. It's a great guess, or for an old piece yeah, of wood. Well, but, but here's the thing: Monty does live in Hun- Hockey Town, USA. I'm just saying. No, I did now. I didn't. Hundred year old sticks actually have a record for selling for a fortune. I'll give you one example. There's a stick called the Rutherford stick, and supposedly they thought it was from the 1850s. In the mid 2000s, that stick sold for 2.2 million. What? Yeah. The, uh, maybe maybe Jeff Bezos like hockey. He'll buy. He'll buy it. Who knows? Yeah, you got nothing else to do. Well, I know. Now you know. Here's another thing. We were talking about the kids, right? I find this very tragic, and I'm going to do something about it, and I'll tell you what I'm doing in a second. Graduation, the prom, your first date, your loss of your virginity, all these things are probably going to be things people are going to miss in in high school years or whatever. I know I threw a couple in there you didn't expect, but one of the key things happening this year is graduation. You've gone to school for three years, middle school, high school. You've gone to school. You're going to have your graduation. So now graduation ceremonies are being held at home. They're also having virtual graduation ceremonies where people and even celebrities are helping out. One in particular, if you watch The Office, John Krasinski, he hosted a virtual senior prom and it it went over big. What I'm doing now, I'm going to make the announcement next week, is you know, TJ, I do the uh, personalized audios and videos and championship introductions. Kristen and I talked yesterday. This was Kristen's idea and I went right with it. I get, I get requests for graduation recordings, graduation videos, especially now that this is happening. So I'm going to put out a highly discounted rate for audio and videos to announce 
the people out there, our listeners out there, if you're graduating from high school, any kind of graduation, you don't have a ceremony, I will do a virtual graduation video for you. Okay, so uh, tune into my Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC. I'll be making the announcement next week. It's it's just like tragic, guys. I mean, these are these are things that I yeah. we're missing out as adults, but the kids are missing out well, on things. Are crazy. In, in my opinion, your graduation and the walk uh, is is almost more, more more for your parents and your family than it is uh, yourself uh, as a kid. Like I went to my graduation commencement and slept through the entire time. Until I had I to get up mine, and walk across the, the stage and, yeah. and do it. But, yeah. uh, you know, it meant a lot to my grandparents that were there. And, you know, I did it. So I can't it's, imagine it's, not getting that opportunity. That would be it's hard. It's the same in college with sports. You know, my son, you know, played Division One baseball. And, and his team in Chicago State, they they got they were in Hawaii when the, when they got shut down. And, uh, and they just flew back the season half over, only half over. The, the seniors, you know, they, they're probably not going to come back and play. They're not. They're probably not going any further anywhere else. Right now, you, you do a whole other year of school. You know, the, the NCAA did offer them an extra year, but it's like I, I don't know. But you ruin senior day, all this stuff. I and I love uh, my wife and I went out with my son and got to do the little walk for his, you know his his thing for Chicago, and it was fantastic. I, it's too bad that these guys don't get to do that, and and I mean that covers. You know, thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of kids. You know, there's lots of all these colleges that just got shut down. Well, it's a nice shut punctuation down. to your collegiate career to have that opportunity. <laughs> and it just feels open-ended, I think, without it. Well, look at Iowa. Iowa had that fantastic wrestling team. This might have been the best wrestling team in history. And they know because they've won, what, 21 national championships. But wow. this team was unstoppable. They beat everybody. And wow. they, they had at one time the 10, the 10 wrestlers – all ten were ranked in the top ten. Never been ha never happened what? before. Ever really? Oh, they're, they're so they're so good. It's sick. Wow. And they don't they don't they don't get to they didn't get they were they, we were what like three days away from the NCAA's in yep. Minneapolis and they shut it down. They're yeah. three days away. There's a there's a kid going for his third straight and you know title. All of history for these sports are being rewritten. Guys that would have set records for their schools and things like that. It all stops. I mean, obviously, life is more important. Right. I'm just saying it's unfortunate. These right. kids, they, anyone who has a Division One athlete for a son or whatever, especially Division One, you realize what that kid gives up. Right. You know, my son was, has played baseball since he's five years old. Never had a summer. Every summer, he's playing summer baseball. Every every summer, once he got to college, he's playing in the summer leagues. And then he's playing in the fall league for college. And then, and then the the regular season, they travel. Yep. They never, he never got to go to spring break. He never got to do any of those things. And, he, and, and you can't so, go back. You can't yeah, make you it, give up. it all up. And, and then right when it's at the, you're, you're ready to finish. It just drops off the table. It's just unfortunate. I, I'm really curious to see what happens to the uh, Olympians that we're going to, you know, try to yeah. compete this year. Obviously they've, they've moved the 2020 games to 2021 and, and hopefully that still goes off without a hitch. But there's still so many unknowns, not just, you know, with what we're going through with the pandemic yeah. and things like that, but to try to, you know, shuffle around world championships and all sorts of things. Like, uh, I mean, you're not out of the um, out of the, I don't think you're out of the, the question in the realm of possibility to, to make those athletes potentially have to try out again. A year can mean so much 
when oh, it comes yeah, to competing. They've already qualified. Yeah. Do you take that away from them and say you just got to do it again? You don't want to, but I mean, if you're, you know, a, a older athlete that's in their 30s, like, you know, the difference between, you know, 34 and 35 can be, you know, world class and not so yeah. world class. But you know, the other the other thing is, too, guys, is that and this is a tragic part. I think you touched on it, maybe not touched on it. But my God, these kids, their dreams of being pros, their dreams of taking care of their families, their dreams right. of everything. And now that now to lose a year, which means those dreams could just disappear. It's, 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 or be that much. it's just it's going to change so much. The ripple effect is phenomenal. A couple things just came over the airways, guys. Let me give this to you real quick. Okay. Last night, Trump was saying. Um, President Trump was saying and supporting the Georgia governor on opening for reopen business. Thank God. Supposedly it's coming over now that now he's turned around. He's changing his opinion that he says it's too soon for Georgia to reopen this economy. I hope that's true. I hope that that but stays strong. And they do not like that. How do you flip flop that quickly? It just doesn't well, make sense. We're, where's Sammy when we can ask her about President Trump and how he flip flops? My ears okay? will be bleeding if she was on the air right now. Well, how how did he support it to begin with when it didn't? They didn't even meet his standards that he had just given. Because there's no real you have logic to have here. Two weeks straight of lower numbers and all that, and they don't have that. They're just making shit you know. up as they go. Yeah, it is. All right, now another thing that just came across. We talked about the fact that cats don't get affected or well, if they well, get affected they don't no they, they don't infect they don't infect a human being was that a tj so coronavirus is very common in cats um it generally is believed the perception is that if a cat is infected with coronavirus not necessarily covid19 per se because you would believe that the covid19 that you and i get if a cat can't give it to us we shouldn't be able to give it to a cat um but coronavirus is something that is common uh, in felines Okay. Well, two cats just tested positive in New York. Right. Uh, where we know that tigers tested positive at the Bronx Zoo in New York. Right. Okay. But how so does that work then? Again, well, if, it, if it if it has to, they, here, it I'll, has tell, to I'll tell you real quick. It has to, what's the word? Um, transform or mutate? It has to mutate right. some way to affect some a different species. The, the age, the health, the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention and the Department of Agriculture, what they're saying is that there's still no evidence that pests play a role in spreading the coronavirus in the U.S., okay? There's no justification in taking measures against companion animals that could compromise the welfare, which means they're not going to put laws down on that. I disagree But they with still that. think – I disagree with it too, but they're also saying that cats should be kept indoors. Yeah. Excuse me, dogs should be walked on a leash, maintaining it still. It's distancing for animals is as important as it is for humans. It's not even so much that they could be infected themselves. It's if this is coming in on our shoes, well, if I sneeze into my hand and pet your dog, I, I'm sure it can live that way and you can infect yourself that way. It's not so much that the, the animal is sick and then it gets it to you. It's the fact right. that you wiped your snot on its tail. <laughs> You know, the, the movie Cats died. Do you think that was uh, COVID-19? Uh, it was pretty bad. Cats. It was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe that was the prerequisite. We should have realized then what was going on. Who knows? We could have been more prepared. Listen, Monty, it's great to have you on the show. Why don't you take a second and tell people how they can get a hold of you, anything you want to promote. If there is anything to promote, go for it. Actually, just stay away from me. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in my house, boarded up in somewhere in Michigan. Leave me alone. Uh, I'll see you guys in June or July. Okay. TJ? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, people can always uh, follow me on uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash between rounds. Uh, you can find my podcast from Between Rounds Radio, wherever you get podcasts. 
uh, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, if you look on that same feed, you'll find a fantastic little podcast called MMA Stories. It uh, features Monty Cox and uh, my favorite fighter of all time, Jeremy Horn. Uh, this week, they actually had a former UFC lightweight champion, Jens Pulver, on. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff there, so you can check that out. It is called MMA Stories, and it's available wherever you get your favorite podcast. Very cool. And also now, our show is now on YouTube. We've launched our YouTube channel. You've loaded it up with tons of content, folks. Check out the YouTube channel. What's the best way to tell people? Just look up Bruce Buffer on YouTube? Or yeah, yeah. To- it's Time Radio with Bruce Buffer. You'll find it. Uh, I mean, if okay. you want to watch this show, uh, just... Do a search for Bruce Buffer and Monty Cox. There you go. There okay. You go. Which now before, kind of sounds like a weird movie. <laughs> don't even saying. go there. <laughs> We're Sammy when we need her. Okay. So uh, one thing I want to state before my heart and best wishes and condolences go out to the family and relatives of the horrific uh, mass shooting that occurred in Nova Scotia, Canada yesterday, where the death toll has climbed to 23 people. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, this gunman was on a 13-hour spree. Luckily, they killed the son of a bitch um, and put him away, although you wonder sometimes it's best to maybe keep him alive and find out what makes these people tick. But the bottom line is this is the worst mass shooting in the history of Canada at a, at, at a horrible time for it to even happen. So... We didn't mention it. I have to say it. And my condolences and sincere best wishes go out to the family and loved ones of this, of the people that suffered in this horrific ordeal. Boy, some things never change. Okay, with that being said, um, remember, people, check out GrimaldisPizzeria.com. There's 40 restaurants across the country. Uh, they have the greatest Italian pizza to me I've ever had, one of the finest restaurants to ever eat at for real Italian pizza. Check out the Buffer Bundle, $35. You get an 18-inch cheese pizza, two beers, a beautiful dinner salad, mixed salad, unreal, and a homemade cannoli. And also, they have the best cheesecake at those places, too. So check out the Buffer Bundle. Just order from Grimaldi's. Go pick it up. Check out GrimaldisPizzeria.com, where the, uh, a restaurant will hopefully be near you to enjoy some great taste. Also, thank you all again for all the videos and audio requests coming in. Been doing a ton for a COVID-19 people who have been infected, who have come out of it, to feel better, all the other stuff coming in. um, Entertainment at home is important. And on the graduation, I will tell you right now what it is. Normally, a championship introduction at BruceBuffer.com on audio is $99. Normally, a video is $299. If you would like an audio for your graduation to commemorate your graduation, the reduced rate is $79, and the videos are reduced to $199. This is a very inexpensive price to what I normally receive for this, but I am still donating. Partial proceeds will be going to COVID-19 relief charities. Okay, that's the important thing about this, and I will still be donating to animal, military, and children charities. That's where the videos and audios that are bought at BruceBuffer.com, just send your request in through info at Bruce Buffer or fill out the form on the site. That being said, I look forward to doing more, and I want to support the graduation as much as possible for all the girls and boys out there. If you want it, you want to, I could do something special for you. Please let me know. Please let me know. With that being said, check me out on Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC for all upcoming news. It's happening. TJ, Monty, thanks for a good show. Excellent show. Monty, it's great to see you, my friend. We have a lot of history together and I'm glad to see that you're skinnier than ever. And it's all wonderful. Thank you. I'm so (laughs) good. Still get the food. <laughs> okay. Let's have Monty back on. There's so many stories that come to mind right now. I wish we had another half hour. We could be chatting away like crazy. Will you do me a favor? When you see the boys, whether it's the Hughes brothers, Pat, anybody, you know, my brothers from other mothers, please give them my best. Will you please, Monty? I will. A lot, 
lot of history with those men. Okay, guys, that's it for this week. Monty, take care. I'm going to sign right. off now. TJ, sign off, and I'll I'll see you next week. Monty, have a great week, and please stay safe, my friend. Please stay safe. All right, everybody out there, be a role model to your sphere of influence. Set your goals because there are goals to be had. Write them down because they are meant to be fulfilled. Now is the time, sequestered at home, to be the best you can be. Take this time to eat right, be right, physically, mentally, get as strong and in the best shape you can so when the world opens up again for the opportunities that lay ahead for you as individuals and for all of us as a group and in the world today, you will perform and be at your best because you're in the best shape. It's getting in training for the big game. Don't give up. Look to the future. Be positive. And when you step on that path, be the best you can be because then you're winning. And that's all I talk about and we talk about on It's Time Radio. It's time to win. Thank you, everybody. Love you all. Be careful. Be safe. Be sane. And we'll be back next week. Buffer out. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities. Up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply.